Hello and welcome to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with Director of Content and Digital Media at WCTE, Brent Clark. Good morning. Hello, Brent. Thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you for having me. I should say good afternoon, really. (laughs) You know, it's a rainy day today, so I'm kind of mixed up on, is it morning or afternoon? What is time? There you go. Who knows? (laughs) What is time? It's a, a resource that is not infinite. Would you agree? Yes, I absolutely agree. Great, great. <laughs> it's our greatest commodity. Yes, it is. So, Brent, before we dive into everything that you do at WCTE, where did you grow up? What are your origins? Well, I am not from Cookville, okay. unfortunately, because I would love to be from Cookville, because all you Cookvillians <laughs> are great, fun people. Well, thank you. Yes. We're so, lucky to have you. Well, thank you so much. I moved up here in 2014. 2014. I'm from Atlanta originally and um, grew up in Atlanta, had a wonderful career at Turner Broadcasting. Um, and all, and then moved out here in 2014 and, uh, started working at CMT down in Nashville. Have you heard of CMT? Yes. Country music television was down there for a couple of years. The department dissolved and then, uh, noticed a position or a PBS station here in Cookville, which is very unusual, you know, that this region has a PBS station of its own. Um, so it's sort of like the gym, uh, one of the gyms of Cookville or this, uh, this upper Cumberland area. I didn't realize that it's unusual. Is it because of our size or it's just because of how they decided when they decided to put PBS stations in the state of Tennessee, that it was really, you know, obviously a, a a nice middle point between Knoxville and Nashville. So, you know, having a PBS station, having a symphony, um, you know, yes, we are, are so lucky. These are two things that not many of uh, most, probably not most of your, your rural areas across the country have. So this, these gyms are really important for people because, you know, you tell people there's a PBS station, you tell people there's a symphony. It really helps draw people to this region. Yes. A university, university, Tennessee Tech, regional hospital. Yes. Yes. Tennessee Tech, you know, without a doubt has put uh, the upper Cumberland on the map. Because of, you know, bringing all the students into the area. Yes, uh, from everywhere. Yeah, from everywhere, from all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> so so this is such a great area, such a beautiful area to live in. If you would have asked me about 10 years ago, would I have moved up here? I would have said, oh, no, not to the country. <laughs> but my time in life, you know, being a little older, I love the more um, just relaxed environment and not the the hustle and bustle that I lived in in Atlanta. Oh, I can imagine this is probably the polar opposite. <laughs> yes. It took me an hour and 45 minutes on average to get doorstep to doorstep every morning to my office. And literally, like I said, it was only 25 miles, an hour and 45 minutes. So that's a lot of time spent in traffic it every is. single day. That's, you know, nearly yes. four hours. A lot of time listening to the radio. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, had a great time. And then also a lot of time to uh, talk and think and sort of meditate on the way to the office, thinking about what I needed to do for the day. It is 
always nice to have that decompression, I guess. But at the same time, an hour and 45 ooh, minutes of decompression. That's a little too much. I would say 30 max yeah, for there, me. There you go. Well, when I moved, <laughs> so my grandmother bought a family farm up in Sparta. She bought two farms and we combined them together and made a big family farm. And um, so she did that in 2000. And my, my mom and my stepdad moved up here. And then we uh, had a house to come up on the weekends and during the summertime. And I would literally, literally love to go up here to Tennessee because I felt like as soon as I started driving up like the Chattanooga mountain going up. So beautiful. Yeah. I just felt like my body was just totally relaxing and I needed that because I was uh, under a very high pressure job down working for the cable industry at Turner and um, just fell in love with it. Absolutely fell in love with it. We decided to move up here in 2014 and I started working for CNT and then was with them for two years. The department was dissolved, a lot of consolidation going on in the cable industry and then noticed the job at WCTE and I applied and you know, the infamous, the the infamous Becky Magura took a chance and hired me. Icon, yes. legend, Becky Magura. Yes, yes. I mean, she's got so many uh, positive uh, attributes that come with Becky. I mean, she's probably the mayor of the Upper Cumberland because oh, anywhere we went in the Upper Cumberland that I went with her, everybody knows her. Everybody knows her. Yes, yeah, she's a celebrity up here. One time I was on a call with somebody from North Carolina and I happened to mention I was from here and they said, Oh, we know Becky Magura. Do you? Yes. Yes. So public television, public you television. end up knowing everybody. Well, <laughs> if you are in public television and you don't know Becky Magura, then you must be living in a hole somewhere <laughs> because literally everybody, I love going to conferences with Becky. We had some of the best times at some conferences. I remember it was Becky and I that flew out to San Diego. I mean, how could you not have a good time in San Diego? We went together to this conference, PBS annual conference, and we just just had such a great time and I met so many people because I was with her. It was just incredible. She's a magnet. <laughs> she is. She is. And, you know, she comes back home quite often on the weekends yes. and stuff. You know, she's just down at NPT. Um, she got a great role down there. And so I know she hated to leave WCT, but it was such the perfect opportunity for her. So how many people or counties does WCTE reach? We serve a total of 14, the Upper Cumberland, 14 counties, but we're also on Dish and Direct out of Nashville. So that gives us probably about another half a million to a million viewers. And I know that's a wide gap because we really don't know. But, you know, Dish and Direct are probably the two largest cable distributors out of Nashville. So that gives us, you know let's just say an extra million people who are watching us. Wow. And I've had so many people in between Cookville and Nashville tell me, because typically you would pick up both stations, NPT, which is channel eight and WCD, which is channel 22, that they prefer watching WCT because of all this content that we produce, this localized content that we produce. And Nashville does produce a lot of localized content. And I'm sure they're going to produce more now that Becky is down there, but um, <laughs> she's going to be on it. That's right. But we just produce a ton of content for such a rural station. Can you tell us a little bit about your role as the director of content and digital media? Yes. So my role is basically anything that's on air and anything that's on the digital platforms is my responsibility. So everything. Uh, yeah. It, it <laughs> seems like it, everything. but I'm not, you know, like, I'm not worried about sales and I'm not worried so much about marketing, even though I do help out with marketing a lot. Um, and we've got an education department and they're focused on education and engineering, of course. So I'm just solely focused on content, providing it to our viewers across the, across our region. And what great content we have. 
Yes, because you can turn on PBS and you'll learn everything about local musicians to artists. You name it. Uh, master Masterpiece Classics yes. on Sundays. Um, we will talk about this upcoming show that you are serving as a host. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, and that's going to be a great story to tell. More with Brent Clark right after the break. Hello and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with Director of Content and Digital Media at WCTE, Brent Clark. Hello. Hello. I'm having such a good time me this too. afternoon. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for inviting me. So you worked for TBS down in Atlanta before you wound up at CMT and then WCTE up right. in Tennessee. So what was working for TBS like? Okay, so I've got a great story. I was in theater, did a bunch of theater. Did you do theater here in Cookville? Yes, a little bit. I, okay. I don't know if I'd call myself a theater kid, okay. but I definitely did theater growing I, up. I did theater and I met, you know, of course, when you're in the theater community, you become family because oh. you see the same actors going to the same auditions. Mm -hmm. And so I did theater in Atlanta probably for a good 15 years, and I moved to L.A. to try to get the $20 million paycheck. But It's worth a try. I tried it for about a year. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, I took the midnight train back home to Georgia. <laughs> Didn't make it very far. you get it out far. of your system and see if you can do it. it was it's a, fun. It was a great experience. It really was. But I called an actor friend of mine who I haven't spoke to in seven years, and I said, hey, I've been living out in L.A., but I'm going to move back to Atlanta, and I'm looking to get a job at Turner Entertainment Group. Do you know of anybody who works at Turner Entertainment Group. And he literally said, oh my gosh, I literally am the executive assistant <laughs> for the chief human resource officer executive who reports to the CEO. And I said, no way. He said, send me your resume. I had a job at Turner before I even ride back to Atlanta. Was that not fate? That's fate. And that's rare. And that's so lucky. <laughs> yes, I was so lucky. Started my career in the cable television at Turner and um, worked for network operations and then transitioned over to Turner Studios. And by the time I left Turner, I was literally managing the big award shows, TNT, uh, SAG Awards. Wow. Um, all the stuff that I did was the integration down to Latin America. So I was sending crews and talent out to the red carpet of the SAG Awards, the Grammy Awards, um, the Latin Grammy Awards, all the award shows. And then I would have a sometimes a crew in the studio at Turner in Atlanta. And I would be in the control room, of course, with the director. And um, we would be feeding all these live shows down to Latin America. So it was an incredible experience. Very stressful. I can uh, imagine. Those are huge events. Yes. As you know. If you um, mess up, you mess up in front of everyone. Well, you, you know, I would literally have executives like breathing down my back, you know, when the live events were going on. Because we've sold all this money to advertisers. And if something messes up, then, you know. It's not good. So anyway, it was so much fun. I, you know, I was so naive because I just literally took it and ran with it. And everybody in my department would not even think about doing the live events aspect. Now, I did work on shows and and other stuff like that. But the live events is what really was exciting to me. How many years were you there? Over a decade. Wow. And what years was this? Or I started at Turner in 2000. So you were there when they really changed. Well, 
Ted Turner had sold it to AOL Time right. Warner, which was a big mistake in his eyes. He lost probably three or four billion dollars in that transaction as far as what the value wow. of the company was. And then, of course, it sold to Time Warner, um, which was part of the AOL Time Warner family. And then they kind of got rid of AOL and um, and then it became Time Warner. And now they have sold it to AT&T. So totally different place. I've got some friends, some of my best friends still work down there and they said it's not even the same place that when I worked there. Now, granted, Ted had already sold it to AOL Time Warner by the time I started working there. But I've got a Ted Turner story. I worked at a country club, a really nice country club in Buckhead. And I was Ted and Jane's personal server for their wedding um, ceremony. Um, you know, that once you get married, the big, you know, the big party, the reception, the reception. Hello. <laughs> I was their private server for their wedding reception. That is pressure. Yeah. Oh. It was so much fun. I had a, such a great time. But um, I worked at a country club for, for many, many years. And I was waiting on some of the top level executives at Coca-Cola, Turner Broadcasting, Delta. Everybody in Atlanta. Everybody in Atlanta. And I worked there for so long. I worked there for a total of 19 years. I started when I was 16 as a busboy, then worked as a lifeguard. That was so much fun. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Yes. And then worked um, in an area that was sort of like a upscale, casual dining atmosphere. And the great thing about that is I learned and grew up with some very um, successful people. And, um, you know, I literally became their family. Um, because I'd worked there for so long. So I remember somebody coming up to me at Turner and they asked me, they're like, how can you just go up to an executive and just start talking to them? Because, you know, they're very, very intimidating working up in the ivory tower. And a lot of that is attributed to working at the country country club for so long, getting to know these people on a personal level. And learning how to how to talk to them and be charming and realize that they're just normal people. They're just like us. (laughs) But you have to get over that that fear. What made you decide to leave? So, yes, the department dissolved. That's when I moved up here and got a job at CMT. I was driving back and forth from the farm here in Sparta to Nashville every day. Wow. Now, granted, it wasn't an hour and 45 minutes, but it was about an hour and a half with traffic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure now about it's probably even more. And so I did that for two years and I was eventually going to get a, you know, like a studio or something down there. But then that department dissolved and then I uh, landed the job at WCD and somebody had said, are you going to move closer to Cookville? And I said, oh, no, it's totally fine. I'm totally happy. I have no traffic. Takes me about mm, takes me about 50, 55 minutes to get to work. But that's really not bad. Well, at this point, you're used to it from all your commuting. Yeah, <laughs> and I live, I live Atlanta. out in Atlanta. Yes, I live out in the country on the Caney Fork River. Um, you know, we've got black Angus cattle and my mom used to raise alpacas. If you know what the alpacas are, they're sort yes. of like in the llama family. Yes. And so we, uh, we have a working farm, but it is for sale. If anybody's interested in him buying a farm, you know, it's, hit up Brent Clark. That's right. Message it's, news talk. We'll get you in touch. It's for sale. 
Now, you also do spin instruction. I am a spin instructor <laughs> at the spin studio called Spin City in Cookville. How did you have time to learn how to do this, too? Well, you know, I've always been sort of like an avid spinner. I love, like, you know, getting into the spin studio and just sort of, it, you know, relieving pressure and just giving all you got. And so I was taking spin classes in Crossville, and one of the instructors opened up a spin studio in Cookville. And so I, she asked me to be a spin instructor. And so I've been a spin instructor since the studio opened for about two years now. How do we sign up to you see sign, you? You, you? Well, you go to the Spin Studio website or it's on MindBody app, if you know where, you know what that app is. Mm-hmm. And you can sign up and um, um, you can buy a monthly membership. You can buy, you know, daily spin class membership. So whatever fits your, your fitness regimen. More with Brent Clark right after the break. Hello and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting with Director of Content and Digital Media at WCTE, Brent Clark. Good afternoon again. Hello, hello. Hello. So WCTE has a holiday special coming up this week. That's right, on Thursday at 7 p.m., and it's titled The Spirit of Holiday Traditions. This is very exciting because, Caroline, you are the show's host. Listen, if y'all want to see my face... Tune in to WCTE Thursday night at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And I've got a great story about Caroline. (laughs) So the development director at WCTE sent me a spot of Caroline uh, for ArtProw. And I opened it up, the file on my computer, and watched it. And I said to myself, wow, this is great. Who is this person? And I want to meet her. And did I not send you an email out of the blue and say, I want to meet you. Uh, I just saw your spot, and I want to meet you, and I want to learn more about you. You did. And it was very nice because, y'all, the the commercial that I made, I was in character. I was in a wig. I was being a middle-aged woman who loves crafts. And I thought, oh, gosh, everybody's going to think this is weird. But Brent saw something in me. And yes, he, <laughs> yes. And he brought me into WCTE and we hit it off. Yes. So thank you so much. And now I'm hosting the special. I've never hosted before. And you did a great job. I can't wait for everybody to see this. That's so nice of you to say. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, you did a great <laughs> job. You, Everybody out there, you have got to tune in on WCTE PBS on Thursday night at 7 p.m. and watch the show. What's great about this show is not only Carolina is hosting it, but we've got three different segments. One segment is focusing on the Mary and Bright Home Challenge, which is put on by Cookville Leisure Services. By the way, does Dr. Lee um, and Cheryl Moore participate <laughs> in the Home Challenge this year? They don't participate in the Home Challenge, but they do put up stringed lights on the flagpole. They raise the flagpole and kind of do the, oh, pretty, the like the Christmas tree, tree. Yes, but we haven't done it yet. We're, we're so behind. Okay, well, I am too. <laughs> and by the way, I, I was just so mesmerized when I went to y'all's house because there was not, and you told me that the um, the people that you all used to uh, cut your yard, they were there, like I guess, the day before. <laughs> yeah, so our, the bushes our yard looked extra good. so manicured. There was not a twig out of place on your bushes. And I was like, wow. It was, <laughs> That's not our doing, it, trust me. <laughs> it was fantastic. Such a beautiful place. Well, it was great to have y'all. Thank you so much. They filmed a segment with Dawson Davidson. Yes, everybody knows Dawson. Everybody that I asked, you know Dawson Davidson. Oh, yes, we know Dawson. Listeners know him. He's been on the chat before talking about his chickens. Yes, yes. And you know, Dawson featured a segment at your parents' house on Table Decor, International.
international table decor, and he spoke about Latin America, Middle Eastern table decors, and sort of incorporated his own tradi- family traditions. Yes. Uh, you know, Beth and Rocky Davidson, who we all love. Yes. And so he did a fantastic job, and he's just amazing. He does such a great job and he was so it was all unscripted, but he was able to, I told Beth that day, I said, you know, Dawson is so talented. He really needs to look at getting his own show one day because he was able to pick up when I asked him to do this or asked him to do that serving as a producer, he would just pick up with it and run with it. And he did such an incredible job. It's such a beautiful segment. You're your mother and father's dining room with all the food that Beth brought and Dawson talking about, you know, these various foods and what part of the world they're from and how they, how, you know, people from these various parts of the world celebrate the tradition, you know, by, for example, cutting a radish. Yes. Down in Oaxaca. There you go. (laughs) And, um, you know, just cutting a radish and putting it around the table and, and, uh, you're going to love it. I don't want to talk about it, but you're going to love it when you see this uh, segment. You're not only going to be inspired by all the decor, you're going to be hungry. It's a very appetizing segment. And we had so much fun sitting around your family's yes. table, eating all this wonderful food. We devoured it. It we was so had good. a great time. <laughs> That's the way all shoots should be. You know, you go in. Of course, you know, back in the day when I had big, big budgets, I could hire craft services and they would bring in a full kitchen and we would just have this amazing yes lineup of food but that kind of reminded me of those days but um going back to Dawson's segment um of course we've got the holiday home challenge which is yes. about the christmas lights that cookville leisure services puts on every year then Dawson's segment about table decor and there's also a segment on kwanzaa from a tennessee tech professor dr akahemi oh, wow that was so great yes <laughs> dr crystal as i call her she did a fabulous <laughs> job on kwanzaa um it's a african-american Culture celebrated around Christmas time. Actually, I think it starts after Christmas, like December 28th and carries over into the new year. The December 26th to January 1st. There you go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And so um, that turned out to be a beautiful segment. And I, so I think that this diversity of inclusive content that we are really focusing on this year with our strategic strategic plan is going to really um, cater to the diverse culture that we are seeing here in the Upper Cumberland. Yes. So I'm super excited. So is that one of the main priorities when you're going into planning a holiday special? Yep, it, it really is. Um, or any special. Any special. We want to be inclusive with our content. You know, the Upper Cumberland is becoming more of a diverse melting pot. Every day, people from all cultures are moving into Cookville and the surrounding areas. And so uh, we want to cater to people and make them feel like their culture is represented. And now we couldn't do everybody, but with the Latino culture and the Middle Eastern culture and then the African-American culture, we just cater to a broad, diverse of of people and we just think that it's very special and that's what PBS is all about. Uh you know one of the reasons I love working for WCD is because I am a lifelong learner and I think it's important who people who do watch PBS they love to learn about different cultures and various parts of the country and world and that sort of thing. How early do you have to start planning for this kind of special? Uh, we, well, in a perfect world, maybe <laughs> like six months, but we started planning this probably about two and a half months ago. And um, we have been working on it really um, for the last probably month and a half. Um, in fact, we are getting ready to finish up to. Well, we've just about finished it up. We'll finish it up tomorrow, Tuesday, and submit it to our broadcast operations center for it to air on Thursday for it to premiere. 
So excited. You've got to watch it. Now, we're going to offer it um, many other days throughout the month. So if you do miss it on Thursday at 7 p.m., we're offering it like six or seven times uh, to air throughout the month of December this month. Listen, you're going to get into that holiday spirit. (laughs) Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Also, is there anything you expect at WCTE in 2022? Well, you know, we want people to become a member because... People who become members allow us to produce more local content. So go to WCD.org slash support, become a member. There are benefits that become um, available, such as Passport. And I tell people, well, what is Passport? It's our streaming platform that has all the national content and our local content. And it's the Netflix of PBS. So Perfect way to describe it. There you go. <laughs> become a member today if you're not a member at WCD.org slash support. And you can tune in to the holiday special this Thursday night at 7 p.m. on WCTE PBS. And you'll see Caroline Moore. <laughs> you'll as finally your host. see my face. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Brent. The community is so lucky to have you. Well, I thank you so much. I feel like we could probably go on for the next couple hours. Yes. <laughs> but we uh, need to wrap up the show because you've got yes. other shows coming up. Yes, we do. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a great week. Thank you.